And we're live, just like that, man. New setup, new room, new year, new me. <laughs> Let's see, people already in the chat. Joey says, Team Hudson right away. Womp, womp, womp. But shout out to Joey with the year. Let's see, what else we got? My boy, Rehala. Rehala88. Rehala88. The boys are back in town. Just me for now, but I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain. Good to see y'all again. Young Black. Yes, sir. The boys are back in town from Rehala. Young Black says, yes, sir. Welcome back. Talking Nets. We still here. We still breathing. It's a new season. Guillermo, what up, bro? Nets world, baby. Say that. Brooklyn. All right. Let's hit the intro, man. People are starting to make their way in. Talking Nets, episode 210. This Nets world has been built, still standing. We still here. The podcast is still here. Barclays Center is still there. The team still exists. And we embark on another 82 game journey tomorrow night. Let's get into it right now. We're doing that Brooklyn Nets Nets talk right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Hosted by Keith McPherson. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Talking Nets, episode 210, man. It's crazy, right? So much goes on in a year. So much happens. Change is constant, and that's where I want to start off first. Uh, This podcast has changed again, and it has changed every single season. This is the fifth season of Talking Nets. Honestly, bro, if you've been following Talking Nets from the first episode, shout out to you. You understand the journey. You understand the changes. You understand how life changes, how business changes, and I got to give a shout out first off to Hudson Flynn, who in the early days when he was still in college, helped me build Talking Nets. So one time for Hudson Flynn. Two times for Robin Lundberg, Sports Illustrated's own, who came in last season to join us. When we came together, it was like, all right, come on, man. Let's try and get Talking Nets off the ground for the Nets fans as Katie and Kyrie try to run it back one more time. And we're not going to waste any time this year talking about what was. Uh, We're going to focus on the team that we have. We're going to focus on the guys that we do have. And, And I'm happy about the guys that we have because I think this team has a chance to get back to what we loved about the Nets before we went the superstar route, before we went the, uh, national media attention route. Before we went into uh, a world that I felt like didn't fit Brooklyn. It didn't fit our Brooklyn Nets. So uh, we'll talk about the team. We'll talk about the summer. Summer, we'll talk about the draft. We'll talk about a lot of things today. But shout out to you for pulling up. Talking Nets still exists. I mean, the YouTube channel's got 1,700 plus subscribers. Got to keep it going. And uh, another thing I'll say about the departure of Hudson Flynn and Robin Lumberg is it's business now, right? Uh, when I first started talking nets, it wasn't even my business. John Boy had the idea to start talking nets. That's where the name came from. I didn't come up with the name. 
talking Yanks, talking Giants. You guys may be familiar. So John Boy wanted to start a talking Nets vertical, but obviously he didn't know anything about the Nets and majority of the baseball fans under his umbrella didn't know anything about the Nets. Here comes me, a Yankee fan, today, tomorrow, forever. Unfortunately, it sucks to be a Yankee fan right now. But I'm like, all right, I don't think there's enough Nets fans back in 2019 when we started to really have that successful of a pod. But with all of the superstar attention and if this team wins a championship and they bring a parade to Brooklyn and blah, 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 that might actually attract some fans. And that's why I always say this Nets world has been built. Because as we did the podcast in the beginning, it was crickets. There was not a lot of downloads. There was not a lot of viewers. The YouTube channel didn't exist at first. Uh, and we built it up. Shout out to Hudson Flynn again, because him and I literally hit the ground running every day, making videos and content covering the net. So much so that we got a spot on the Yes Network, Brooklyn Magazine, doing a feature on Talking Nets. We built it from the ground up. KD ended up following the brand. Uh, we got printed in the New York Times, like a lot of dope things came from it. But now here we are, the dust has settled, and it's a new year, a new season, and these Nets fans are still here. So when I say the Nets world has been built, right, all of these young kids that became fans of the Nets in the last four or five years, are they not Nets fans anymore? I think they are, especially if you live in New York, New Jersey. I am a kid that Picked the New Jersey Nets when Jason Kidd was on the team. Shout out to Vince Carter. I'm always repping the Vince Carter jersey. We'll talk about him later. But I think there are a lot of fans now that are still going to ride with this team and still be down with this team. And they don't care that these other superstars left. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think what it did was filter out some of the lame fans in our fan base, the quote unquote stands. I think what it did was filter out some of those weirdos in our fan base that didn't care about basketball. Like, that's what I'm most excited about, y'all. We're going to actually get back to watching basketball and talking about basketball and not talking about other nonsense, not talking about what somebody posted, not talking about, you know, somebody's off-the-court stuff. It's going to get back to the hoop, and it's going to get back to actually talking about the Nets. And it brings you back to the time when, D'Lo was on the team and Spencer Dinwiddie, who's still on this team and random guys were on this team like Damari Carroll. Like, you know, we're back to that. We've got some journeymen. We've got some young guys. So um, let's get into it, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I always got to show y'all love. Ramon Castro. Good to see you. Missed y'all for real. Welcome back, Nets World. Talking Nets back in town. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night going to be lit on guy. Yeah, I'm probably pulling up. Piper, glad to see you doing um, I, I I don't know if you meant to say that. He said, glad to see doing good ho. <laughs> he meant to say, hope the family as well. Young Black is in here. Piper is in here. Uh, my, my guy, hey, Migs, what up? We back, Nets World. One more sleep, and we're back to the game. So, like, you know, there's a few things I want to hit on in this episode, right? I already gave you all the state of talking Nets. So, excuse me. <coughs> The state of talking nets is Hudson and Robin. I'm not able to pay them what I deem is fair. And I'm somebody that has done things for free. I'm somebody that's done things and not getting gotten paid. I'm somebody that's done things and not gotten paid with their worth. So I have a real problem with asking somebody to do work, to show up, 
to take time away from their family, their friends, leisure, their their own schedule to do a podcast. And yes, I did pay Hudson and Robin. We all split the proceeds from last year's Talking Nets evenly. But ultimately, I didn't think it was enough. I hope that we made more. We didn't make enough. And this year, I don't know. If I have them on, I will literally pay them for a guest spot. I plan on bringing on guests. I don't know if you've heard me on WFAN or see me on the internet or even TV. I'm blessed. In the last couple of years since Talking Nets started, I've made a ton of contacts, contacts. I've made a ton of friends. I have a ton of people in New York and in the basketball world that will jump on the podcast with me. So uh, look forward to that. Look forward to you know seeing some different faces, some guests on the show. But I mean, I, I've done most of these episodes dolo. I've done most of these episodes myself. So um, the Nets, let's see. Uh, I saw Saint right on Twitter. What's the uh, wildest take? Shout to Saint, Nets Kingdom, AJ, Chubbs, all those guys. He said, what's the craziest Nets take for the season that no one's talking about and you think it happened? And I said, the Nets win the first ever in-season tournament, the NBA Cup. Obviously, I'm, I'm joking about that. Obviously, like, nobody cares about that. Um, but yeah, man, this is a different season. We're getting ready for 82 games. There's going to be an in-season tournament. Who knows what's going to go on? I think that the Nets have a chance to compete. I think the other hot take that I added was, all right, maybe, just maybe, the Nets are better than the other team in town. And I know there's a lot of folks that are like, yo, it's not about them. It's not about them. It can be when we face them. It absolutely can be. So uh, here's something I wanted to do right off the rip as we go into this new season and we look at this new Nets team. New faces, additions this season. Darius Baisley, Noah Clowney, Harry Giles, Dennis Smith Jr., Lonnie Walker IV, Trendon Wofford, Dariq Whitehead. All right. Amani Brooks and Jalen Wilson down there, too. In the chat, let me know who you're most excited about seeing. Me, honestly, I'm most excited about seeing Lonnie Walker IV. If you remember game four with the Lakers, obviously he went out there and did his thing. And I think he's going to be a sneaky good player. He's younger than people realize. I like guess it feels like he's been around for a while. But he's only been around like four or five years at the most. And uh, I'm also excited about Dennis Smith, Smith Jr. You know, J. Cole said Dennis Smith, Dennis Smith Jr. stay solid. And uh, he's got talent. And I think he's going to be another sneaky player. And then obviously I'm excited for our regular Brooklyn Nets that we've seen. Nick Claxton, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie. Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, and Ben Simmons. Now, I don't care how you feel about Ben Simmons. It is what it is with the boy. We, we got to root for the guy. Now, there was a time where I said unsubscribe me from all the Ben Simmons alerts and updates because think about how he came in, right? The first year he came in, it was like, oh, he's going to play in the playoffs. Oh, he's going to work his way back to play in the playoffs. That never happened. Then... Last year, it was like, all right, you know, dude got his uh, eyelash hit. And then next thing you know, he is out for pretty much the season. So for me, I just got tired of the Ben Simmons talk. I got tired of, you know, wasting time talking about somebody who wasn't playing, who wasn't physically there. Like, why you got to do that? Um, I did see that. Let's see if I can pull this up. 
I did see that KG gave him a shout out. And Ben Simmons is a guy that gets hated on a ton. Ben Simmons is a guy that is a is the butt of every joke. I mean, honestly, when I saw everything shake out with Philly, I'm like, how do we end up with Ben Simmons? How do we go from KD, Kyrie, Harden, uh, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, all these names, and then we end up with Ben Simmons. But you know what? The guy wasn't healthy. He wasn't right. His back was hurt, whatever. We got to give him the benefit of the doubt, and we got to see what he does this year. I'm glad you found your love. You look great out there. You look like the old Ben Simmons and look motivated. He looks very much into it. He looked lively. He looked young. Just making dimes. Shot a couple fadeaways. It was just great to see, bro. Keep going, Ben. Real shit, man. Sometimes, you know, you have hurdles in this shit and you figure it out. I'm glad you figured it out. Keep going. Salute to you, my dude. So KD didn't have to do that. KD didn't have to say that. KD didn't have to put on like that for Ben Simmons. But he did. Just on his own, in his podcast. You guys watched the preseason. Ben looks healthy. Ben looks confident. Ben looks like he can help. You know, another thing I loved about uh, this preseason and this team right now is the fact that um, they're trying to find an identity. And today we saw Spencer Dinwiddie say this. I mean, if you think about our defense, so we have potential DPOY in Nick Claxton. We have uh, all defensive team selections and. Ben Simmons and Mikel Bridges. We have potential all defensive team selections and Dorian Finney Smith, uh, Royce O'Neal, and, and Cam Johnson. And so, I mean, I think if you look at that, that means what, six out of our seven? Seven out of our top nine, I guess. Um, you know, our, our all defensive uh, team caliber guys. And, and so, uh, I would definitely expect for us to have a good defense as the uh, season progresses. And, and Dayron also isn't any slouch by uh, any stretch either. That actually reminds me, we got Dan Smith too, who could be an all defensive team guy too. So, I mean, I, I feel like that, yeah, like eight of our top ten. I mean, really, the only people that you would say are bad defenders would probably be me and uh, Cam Thomas, I guess. Uh, that'd be it. Uh, I mean, you didn't have to throw yourself and Cam Thomas under the bus, but I hear you. I feel you. When you look at this roster, when you look at this Nets team, there are a lot of defenders on this team. Good. Because you know what? In the NBA, guys don't like to play defense. You know what they say? Defense wins championships. You know what happened to the Nets when they got swept by Toronto, when they got swept by Boston, when they got swept by Philly, they got deed up in crunch time. They got deed up and couldn't get a bucket. Even when they lost to the Bucks, you know, Bruce Brown can't get a bucket. Defense, it plays when you actually get to the playoffs, when you actually get to those crunch time moments. So I love that they're trying to establish their identity already as a defensive team under Jacques Vaughn, right? Pass the ball, move the ball around. Who's going to be the leading scorer? We expect it to be Mikel Bridges based off of what we saw last year. But I like the fact that, that Spencer Dinwiddie, a veteran, a leader, a former net from our OG Nets that's with this team, is calling it as it is. We got a potential defensive player of the year in Nick Claxton who's got a chip on his shoulder. Why? Because he said, I was in the conversation, right? Our former net below one defensive player of the year. Before a while, it was Brooke Lopez, Jaron Jackson, and Nick Claxton. And they took Nick Claxton out of that conversation once the trade deadline hit and they sent 11 out of here and they sent seven with him. So, you know, I think um, I really think that this team locking in and knowing their identity is to play good defense, especially in the East, 
when you look at the complexion of the East and the scores and the duos and even trios that they're going to have, if this team's identity is, okay, we're not a super team, we don't have a big three, we don't have a big two anymore, we need to lock in, put our hands on the floor, play defense, I can get with that. I can get jiggy with that. All right, now let me take a breather for a second and, and show love in the in the chat. Um, yeah, I appreciate the, the bread as well. Help a brother out. Uh, one big difference that I can tell y'all from uh, the last four seasons of Talking Nets and this season, I ain't have a kid. Now I have a full kid. I have a full baby in my house who needs diapers, who needs formula, who needs childcare, and uh, maybe I'll bring him in on a couple episodes so y'all can see him. Big Jacka man. There, there go the boy right there. Hey, what up, Jack? So that $5, appreciate it. That'll go to some uh, some formula and some, some diapers. Let's see what we got in the chat. Obviously, we got to highlight a pimp name slip back. Glad ownership is giving Sean Marks another shot at this. Love the moves we made this offseason. I think we're going to surprise people and take the sixth seed. I like that. So, I mean, this team, when you're setting a, a bar, and I'm glad you said that because I literally have that in my notes, bro. Like, what's the bar for this team? I did a guest podcast with Points in the Paint. It's a Chicago-based basketball podcast. I've been doing this podcast for three years as the Nets representative, whenever they do the Nets preview. And I said, the last two seasons, the Nets have been swept out of the playoffs. So what's the goal? What's the bar? The bar is to get in the play-in slash playoffs and win one game. One. One. That was the goal last year, and they couldn't get it done. If this team is able to get in the play-in slash playoffs, win one game, the Nets world will be happy. We'll be out there like, Brooklyn, let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Podcast ain't over yet. Y'all know that's how we end the pod. But yeah, let me um highlight some more people. Appreciate everybody pulling up. Uh, first of many as we get talking Nets back off the ground. Um, Good call. Baisley got waived. That screenshot that I took was from the first preseason game. So thank you, Ramon, for the update there. That screenshot I took um, during the preseason and saved in my notes. But that's an update for the Nets news. He's no longer with us. Uh, Ramon also says Lonnie and Giles. Uh, excited to see what Lonnie and Giles can do for this team. Uh, Ree Hollis says, I got a really good feeling about this team. Yeah, because like you're not going to pull up to Barclays Center and see people protesting and saying that the Holocaust didn't happen. You're not going to pull up to Barclays Center and see people out there like Black Lives Matter and MAGA talking about uh, free Kyrie on opening night. Like I'm going to be at opening night tomorrow. It is going to be peaceful. We are going to get back to the hooping. Praise God. Hey, my guy, Bird's Eye View, as I'm talking about people that have been down with Talking Nets for, from day one that have seen the evolution, uh, not just with the podcast, the brand, but me itself, uh, my guy, Bird's Eye View, he, he, he's he got a Bird's Eye View of it, pun intended, he's seen it all. Alex Brunner says, Ben is going to shut down the haters. I, I would love to see it, man. We're not asking him to do everything, but we are asking him to do something this year. Kevin Joseph, what's good? What up, bro? Spencer is spot on. Young Black, you know it. Spencer, Spencer's been around. He he gets it. David, KM to AM, best show on WFAN. Say that. We got a five-hour KM to AM coming up on the fan tonight, 7 p.m. to 12. You know I'm going to rep the Nets. You know I'm going to speak on them. Uh, can't wait to see a full season of Brooklyn Bridges. It's his team. 
building off of what he did this summer with Team USA, I can't wait to see him lead and know that he's the guy. Migs knows Big Jack. Big Jack, that's my son, Jackson King McPherson, on the way. I'm working on the boy. Uh, Ree Hollis said, hey, congrats, Keith. That's another blessing for you, for real. It is. God continues to bless me. I am uh, forever grateful. I believe we can make the playoffs with our current teams. team. So do I. I'm going to be real. Uh, One-star player away from back in title contention. Now, that's another take, right? Damian Lillard, when he got traded to the Bucs, y'all all saw the news, right? Y'all saw all the news. Um, <laughs> Damian Lillard was willing to come to Brooklyn. And we knew that. He was sitting courtside in Brooklyn. He's friends with Mikhail Bridges. It got down to like Milwaukee, Toronto, and Brooklyn. So we were this close to having Dame time. But that's fine. He's a little up there in age. I want them to get younger. The Nets have assets. And they could be in line to trade for a superstar at the deadline or even next year. Hey, more bread. Appreciate it. By the way, you guys see the Harden drama again? Yeah. I said we're not... Listen, we're not going to spend too much time. He's neither here nor there. Um, and, and you know, not to make light of the situation, I did read that his mother isn't doing well. His mom isn't feeling well. And he's tending to her. Believe what you want to believe, but I'm going to believe that. Obviously, he's staying away from the Sixers. But um, prayers up for, for Mama Harden. I hope his mom is good. That's a tough situation. Um, he should be tending to that family first, but that's not our problem, guys. Uh, that's 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 none of my business. None of my business. None of my business. Like I'm not a Philly fan. Whatever they do, they do. Yo, Keith, address Wilbon saying the Clays is dead. What a bozo take. He's from Chicago, bro. These Chicago dudes that end up um, living in New York and being on the media in New York. He's he's come to Barclays Center. I, I've seen him and Stephen A. We in the block with the Brooklyn Brigade. We booed them. We booed Stephen A out of the place. They're goofies, bro. ESPN is full of goofies that just say anything without having base, without having a foundation. They said Barclays Center is the worst home court in the NBA and WNBA. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Just off the top of my head, think about the Washington Wizards and going to play there. Think about, like, the Houston Rockets and going to play there. Um, come on, yo. Brooklyn we've had playoffs we are playoffs we've had the playoffs there multiple years and when i say this nets world has been built what i mean is when i was pulling up to bc in 2013 to see the bulls versus nets bulls fans michael jordan fans that were still repping uh nate robinson and the bulls took over our building that doesn't happen anymore that doesn't even happen when the knicks come to town 10 years in brooklyn now 11 there are actual nets fans that rep Brooklyn. So they can say what they want. They used to say there's no such thing as Nets fans. They don't say that anymore. They used to say, oh, there's only five Nets fans. They don't say that anymore. No more dark clouds, more sunny days at Barclays. You're right. You're right. You're right. Boston is crap, LOL. Um, Boston's Arena, TD Garden. I will say that they, they draw well, and those Boston fans show up. I've never been up there, though. I know... Migs and some of the, the block Brooklyn Brigade people been up there. Um, but yeah, Brooklyn is just because it's dark, that's on purpose, right? It's like you're going into a movie theater, you're watching a show, uh, a Broadway show. Like when you're in there, the attention is supposed to be on the court, on the floor, like whatever. I don't, I really don't care what people got to say that don't be in there, that don't go there. I don't know how many Brooklyn Nets games I've been to in my lifetime, 
But like I've seen the place evolve. Uh, they can hate all they want, but it, it's cap. It's not facts. Yo, Keith, how's everything going? Just got out of work. Happy to catch the stream. Yo, happy you could make the stream. I'm not done. We got some other things to talk about. Shout out to Izzy and shout out to um, Pimp Nate named Slip Slickback with another $2 donation. Honestly, I forget that you can even throw money in here. Um, I need to take advantage of that. So uh, we did the state of talking nets, updating you on where Hudson and Robin are. They're fine. They're good. I plan on bringing them back on the podcast when I can pay them, you know, 50 bucks for an hour to come talk to us less. These podcasts are going to be 30 minutes to 40 minutes. The podcast game has changed a ton. And I also plan on doing some podcasts in different locations. So stay tuned for that. Um, we talked about how last season ended and some of the new faces going into now, right? Cam Johnson got his money. You had to pay 20 twin twin. We talked about the addition of Lonnie Walker, Dennis Smith Jr., Harry Giles late, but makes the team. Uh, these guys show up in training camp. And they're running suicides, right? I remember reading something about how Katie and Kyrie didn't want to do that. Divas, too good to do all that, right? No, you show up to work and you work and you do what the coach says. So these guys are ready to go. We showed K KG talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is healthy. That's a positive. Good. Stay healthy. Contribute. We showed Spencer Dinwiddie talking about the team's identity. What's the team's identity, right? They're going to be a defensive squad. They're going to be a team that you can, you know, at least hang your hat on. Okay, they are going to play defense. We don't know exactly who the scores are going to be. Now, here's something in the Nets world that is not basketball related, but I did see a clip of Dennis Smith Jr. Or no, um, Dorian Finney-Smith wearing the hat. Woo! Yo, these cause jerseys are gas. I don't care what you think. I'm telling you they're fire, and this is why. They're going to look fire on the court. I love the color scheme. The Nets have had more colors and different color schemes than any team in the NBA. And that, to me, is dope as hell. Like, I just think that is great that they can switch up their swag like this every year since they started the Brooklyn, um, the Biggie, Brooklyn Biggie Coogee jerseys. We have had the best city edition jerseys. And this is a Cause jersey. And shout out to Cause. I'm definitely going to get one of these jerseys. I don't know what player to get. It's always tricky trying to figure out what Nets player to get. Uh, maybe I'll just get a personalized one with my name on it. But shout out to Cause. You guys know Jordan has worked with Cause. If, how tough is that? If you have the Jordan 4s, the Cause Jordan 4s with the Nets Cause City Edition jersey. And on top of the whole uh, style and this designer, what I like about it is, you know, it's another tie to jersey. The artist behind art. World phenomenon cause hails from Jersey City. His name is Brian Donnelly. I live in Jersey City. I'm coming to you live from Jersey City right now. I'm a Jersey guy. And for a long time, it was like Brooklyn wanted to not rep Jersey to establish themselves in Brooklyn. But over the last three years or so, there's been a lot of nods to New Jersey. And I appreciate that. In the chat, let me know if you are rocking with the cause jerseys or not. Um, voicemails are coming up. Do you guys know we have a voicemail line? Voicemail line is 929-500-1003. We've already got a bunch of voicemails. Like, shout out to the gang. Like, shout out to all the guys. Um, <laughs> I think I have, I have three voicemails. And I put it out late. Honestly, check me out. My son woke up yesterday morning at 5.45. I stayed up all day, did the radio till 2 got home 245 went to sleep at 345 so 
<laughs> I was awake yesterday for 22 hours. That's not good for your health. It's not good for your health. I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, hit the voicemail before we close out in the next 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to get the voicemails. Um, but let me hit the chat as well. All right, boom. So going back to the chat, let's see. Hey, shout out to New York Liberty. Even though they didn't win the championship last week, they put on a show having the Barkley sold out. I'm sorry, bro. Like, I, I really was shouting out the Liberty. If you listen to me on WFAN, I, I was interviewing, uh, I, I interviewed Kia Clark, the CEO of the Liberty. I interviewed some um, uh, writers that cover the WNBA. But I, th that was disappointing because here in New York, we can't find a champion. And even yesterday, I'm watching baseball and I'm watching the Rangers celebrate and pop bottles and uh, they're going to the World Series. And then you got to see the Vegas Aces and um, Kelsey Plum with that stupid cigar. Why is that girl smoking that cigar like that? You're not supposed to be smoking. One, like dudes don't even smoke cigars like that. What are you doing? I get the look. Like Joe Burrow made that look cool when you win a championship. But she she OD'd with that back-to-back -back years. I don't know. Maybe I'm just salty. Maybe I'm just tight. I wanted the Liberty to win. That should have been our parade. We should have had a parade in New York yesterday. They were close, man. They were close. That game was frustrating to watch, but all right, let's move it along. What are your expectations for Cam Thomas? They got to let him rock, bro. Let him rock. It's his third year in the league. He showed you last year he can run it up. Now, if he if he shows some more growth defensively, if he shows some more growth um, being able to take the right shot, deferring, passing the ball as he should, he's going to be a player. Christopher Rivera, what's up, Keith? Hope everything's going great. You think Mikhail is going to take that leap as the team's leading scorer? He looked passive in the preseason. I think we need him to be more assertive. I think he is. I think he's going to know, like, he's the guy. Um, If not, Spencer's going to try and be the guy. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so all the reaction to the uh, cause jerseys. Yeah, them shorts are hard. Uh, I definitely am going to get them. We'll see when they bring them to Barclays Center. I probably won't buy them in the Barclays Center because they mark them up like an extra, like, 10%. Um, Talking Nets is back. Joel. Coming through bird's eye view is Joel. You know, he's on Twitch. We also do this live on Twitch and he's pulling up on YouTube. I appreciate it. Jersey City stand up. Hey, big fan breezy. I got your voicemail. We're going to play them in the next couple minutes. Let me just run through the rest of my notes and see what I had. Um, I'm wearing the jersey of one of my all time favorite Nets. And if you've heard me talk about this dude on Talking Nets, I've said for the longest time they need to bring him home. I've said for the longest time they need to honor this man. Like, I've been saying this for years, that they should have a night where they give out, like, a, a, a VC bobblehead. I know they might not want to retire his jersey, but the Yes Network, the good folks at Y-E, yes. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 News. At 11, 11 a.m., Vince Carter joining Yes as part-time Nets analyst, the Post has learned. Let's go, Nets. Let's go, Nets. Let's go, Nets. Let's go, Nets, world. Like, just having VC back, right? He was on NBA Today. He was working at ESPN. He's going to call a couple games. Obviously, they're going to have Ian Eagle and Noah Eagle. Obviously, they're going to have Sarah Kustak, Goaded, Ryan Rucco, Richard Jefferson. But having VC back in the building, 
Like fans are going to get to see him. And I hope that the Brooklyn Nets see him and they say, hey, we got to find a night to honor one of the best Nets that like when I was a kid, bro, like this is this is my kid jersey. Like Reebok, Reebok don't even make. When was the last time you saw Reebok make anything? They don't even make anything. They just announced that Shaq and AI are taking over and Angel Reese is their first athlete. Like this, this jersey I got when I was in middle school, bro. Like I'm, I'm still rocking it. It's a schmedium. Um, yeah, shout out to Vince Carter. VC back, my favorite net of all time. A lot of people's favorite net of all time, bro. Go go to YouTube and search Vince Carter Nets highlights. I could watch that. I could watch that every day. Um, yeah, low-key got swole because boy dad no dad bought like during paternity leave. I was in here lifting, bro. And not for nothing, not for nothing. I'll be out here like <laughs> That baby weight, that baby weight is different, bro. That baby weight is different, bro. All right. Um, we're about to get to the voicemails, but I'm showing everybody love. Again, appreciate y'all pulling up. Uh, if you're not already, subscribe, subscribe, and like. It's good to be back. I remember last episode, I said this might be the last episode of Talking Nets, but I said that the last three seasons. Uh, when I left John Boy, when I was doing it on my own, and then last year with Hudson and Robin, I'm like, this might be the end. But the thing is, the the baseball season ends, and I love watching hoops. I got league pass ready, and this is for y'all. Like, I, I'm I'm happy to see familiar faces in the chat. Like, people hit me like, yo, is Talking Nets coming back? I'm like, yeah, it's nothing for me to pull up and um, fire it up, bro. 210 episodes, like, it's, it's nothing to do this. And I own Talking Nets, and like I said, with Hudson and Robin, I felt like I – couldn't pay them what they deserve for doing two episodes a week. So what I plan on doing is having them come in. And once I do find ways like putting ads and things and even YouTube, right? Pimp name slick back already threw $7 into the uh, YouTube fund. I'll pay them to come on as guests as a way to kick back some bread to them. You know, we, we made, we made a, a couple dollars last year, but you know, I'm fair. I don't want anybody to ever work. And not get paid because I've worked my whole life and just not gotten paid. What I felt like I was deserve is a consistent theme. All right. So we showed the cause jerseys. We showed Vince Carter coming back. Now, without further ado, let's get to the voicemails. Let's see. Yo, welcome back, man. Missing the show. I'm glad you're back. Listen, I got Cam Thomas uh, with the with the uh, MIP award uh, for one. For two, that matchup tomorrow, I think we match up good because we got gals, and I think he helps us with Evan Mobley. Nick Claxton always seems to have Jared Allen number. I ain't worried about him. Um, they're a talented bunch, but we are too. I think this defensive style team that we got, brings us back to where we were before the superstars came. I'm really looking forward to this season. Look for us to win this game. Close score. I'm keeping them around 100 to 105 points max. Look for us to compete. Shout out to Talking Next. Y'all are back. We back. Next fans is the best fans. Let's get it. Your big fan, Breezy, in the chat. And, of course, on the first voicemail. I like that. MIP, most improved player going to Cam Thomas. Somebody in the chat asked um i think it was bishop asked you know what are we expecting out of 
um cam thomas well big fan breezy says he could be mip why not why not let that young man cook let him go like he's in his third year in the league now let him go all right next voicemail appreciate y'all calling the voicemail let's see what we got here boom yo what up boys it's rahala man um rahala. so happy to have you guys back and it's good to see you at the full i hope everything's going well for you and your families that being said, bro, I'm very excited for this season. And talk me off the ledge because I was down on this guy last year. But, yo, I know y'all still going to be all about Ben Simmons, boy. Bro, talk me off the ledge because Ben Simmons, he's looking more like Philly Ben Simmons from 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's looking good. And I'm pretty sure he's just warming up. I mean... Just talk me off the ledge, fellas, because I'm I'm very optimistic, man. I'm very optimistic, and I don't want to get suckered into this Ben Simmons hype, but I, I can't help it. I'm all in. I'm all in. So just be realistic with me. What can we expect out of Ben Simmons, and what can we expect out of the Nets this season? All right, best of luck with the show. Glad to see you all back. Let's go Nets. Rahala, check me out, bro. Like, the, the thing is with Ben Simmons is whatever he gives us is a plus. You feel me? Like, th there's so many guys on this team. They're not depending on Ben Simmons the way they were depending on superstars in the past, right? In the past, if a superstar gets suspended for some nonsense, the team ain't right. In the past, if one of the superstars is hurt, the team ain't right. Remember the superstars that played about 50% of the games while they were in Brooklyn? Whatever Ben Simmons gives this team is a bonus. And if he's healthy and he is looking like Sixers Ben Simmons, then we might be a little bit better than we expected. That's all. So there's no ledge to jump off of. If you're all in good, be all in. And I know there are some Nets fans that have been all in on Ben Simmons, so much so that they tatted him on their chest which i hope that was fake but i think that was real but there are there are ben simmons supporters that bought those cheap ben simmons jerseys when they were on sale and they're hoping that he returns to the rim rocker the defender the hew. like i always talk about being there on martin luther king day and i think it was 2020 i remember kendall jenner was in the spot ben simmons went for a 34 point triple double and I was sitting like six rows behind the basket. And I'm like, yo, we, we got nothing for this dude. We can't stop this dude. Jared Allen, whoever was trying to guard him, we had nothing for him. If he can get back to half of that, cool. All right, last voicemail, and we're going to wrap things up. Again, appreciate y'all pulling up. Talking Nets is back. And, uh, you know, follow us. I will start to put stuff on Instagram and Twitter and Twitch and youtube and following the nets and covering the season and when i go to the arena i'm gonna have the phone out and, and doing my thing so last voicemail let's hit it hey talking nets it's chris from jersey just wanted to get your take on this do you think ben simmons stays with us throughout the, throughout the season do you can you see him getting dealt at the deadline i mean he is healthy well he at least he has with healthy preseason games and he's only gonna get better i'm assuming so you, do you think he stay, stays with the nets past the deadline have a great day. See, now, I like that question. That's not the same as what Rahala was talking about. Now, I didn't even think of Ben Simmons as a potential trade chip. <laughs> if he shows his value, like I said, he's a bonus to this team. 
if he shows his value, they could potentially flip him for a superstar, add some picks, who knows. Um, but I think he's been around the guys enough. I think him and Nick Claxton have a good relationship and some of the other guys, and um, he's motivated and he's out to prove something. So I'm rooting for Ben Simmons. I'm rooting for the Nets always, whoever's on the Nets. Um, let's go. It starts tomorrow night. One more sleep and we get back to watching our team hoop. Appreciate everybody in the chat. Let me hit the chat one more time. Ben Simmons, revenge season. Let's go. Bishop, I'll see you at BC. And no more clays, yo. I'm dead in that. No more clays. See you tomorrow. If you're in the arena, you know where we at with it. Of course. Of course. Um, that's all we got, man. Let me double check and triple check my notes. We hit everything in the notes. Oh, last but not least, I wanted to do this. Let me see. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, so I did a giveaway with um, homage, and they're dope. They they're cool. Like I originally bought a shirt from them with Paul O'Neill on it because I hosted Paul O'Neill um, in my hometown doing like a Q and A. And I tagged them and they saw the shirt and they were like, yo, um, <laughs> you know, Paul O'Neill. And I was like, now I do. And uh, they basically were like, OK, um, you want to start an affiliate deal, influencer marketing deal. And uh, I put out a video announcing my, you know, affiliate partnership with them. And I said, if you retweet and share the video. I'll pick a winner to see, uh, you know, who will get the shirt. And I'm trying to see if on Instagram, it doesn't let you see specifically who shared um, the, the post. But let me see. I'm scrolling right now through uh, people that retweeted it. And the winner is my guy, Migs. From the Brooklyn Brigade. Shout out to Migs. And you know why I'm specifically picking Migs? Because my guy MG saw me with KM the... Um, ...announcing my official partnership with Homage. Yeah, you probably seen me rocking Homage before. I am right now. And I have the Paul O'Neill team. All right, that was dumb loud. But Migs, you are the winner. And you know why you're the winner? Because you specifically said something to me before you even saw that video about the Ninja Turtles and um, this Ninja Turtles Brooklyn Nets shirt is hard. So you're the winner, Migs. You will uh, you know, have to send me your address and whatnot, and I will talk to the good folks at Homage, and um, you can get a free Brooklyn Nets tee. And if you want to get the Ninja Turtles one that I got, you got that, and I think they're going to give credit for a free tea and hoodie. So shout out to my guy, MG Migs. You are the winner. We're going to do more stuff like that throughout the season. So, hey, it's good to be back. Appreciate everybody pulling up. Uh, again, subscribe and like. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is on YouTube to watch, Twitch to watch, and I'm going to upload the podcast so that people can hear the podcast tonight and even tomorrow morning when they wake up to get excited about this first game back in Brooklyn against the Cleveland Cavaliers. All I ever hear about the Cleveland Cavaliers is Donovan Mitchell wants to leave. All I ever hear about 
the Cleveland Cavaliers now is Evan Mobley and, uh, you know, uh, what's the young cat? Imani Bates. Um, but I don't I, I just think it's the beginning of the season. They're a middle tier team. And I think that the Nets match up well against them and could potentially beat them in this first game. Jared Allen coming back uh, to Brooklyn is going to be fun. So, again, uh, subscribe and like. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Talking Nets podcast is back. Audio, video, uh, hosted by me, Keith McPherson, with different guests coming in all season. Hudson and Robin will be back, but I got to make sure I can pay them, brothers. I'm not asking for them to do anything for free. Appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow in Brooklyn. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Brooklyn.